Welcome to another episode of the Building Belmont podcast. Today's guest is a personal friend of mine. I'm thankful to say this was one of my very first friends, my wife and I, when we moved to Belmont. One of the people that sold us on absolutely needing to call Belmont our home and someone that's been instrumental in my life, in my passion towards legacy. Her and her husband helped to instill that in me. You know, in the NFL, they talk about coming from different coaching trees. So if you come from like Bill Belichick, if you coach the Bill Belichick from the Patriots and you go coach somewhere else, they'll say, oh, he came from the Bill Belichick coaching tree. So I like to tell people I come from the Summer and Preston Wilson business tree (laughs) as far as how I think about things, you know, what drives me, what motivates me. And so I'm Very excited to spend some time with you, but also share more about why you and Preston are inclined towards legacy and how you've built your businesses. So today we have the owner, co-owner, co-founder of William Henry Salons, three locations in Belmont, McAdenville, and Mount Holly, Ballard's Barbershop here in Belmont, and William Henry the Spa here in Belmont. So you're quite, quite busy. So welcome to Summer Wilson. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We know each other very well in all Mm -hmm. transparency. Mm -hmm. So I know the answers to most of these questions, but your story, what you and Preston have built, and also the legacy, the, the, the lineage that came before you and how this all came to be is something that I just really wanted to share. And mm-hmm. my relationship with you two was a big part of the catalyst for even starting this platform, the sharing information and capturing stories, because I had heard your story and Preston's story and William Henry's story and felt someone needs to be documenting this somewhere. Mm-hmm. But let's start with you first and foremost, Summer. I know you're not from Belmont. Tell us about how you came to be in Belmont and a little bit about your story growing up. Um, so I'm from Stanley and after high school, I went to cosmetology school and after cosmetology school, I um, wanted to get out of town. So I just wanted to work in Charlotte because I was from a small town, so it felt like the big city to me, which I mean, it is the big city, but you know. So um, I spent time researching salons and I found the one. So I worked in Charlotte for about um, a year and a half. And then sadly our salon closed, but then that brought me to Belmont. So growing up, Belmont really was just where I visited my granny and my aunt. They lived here and then you came here for Easter dresses because Belk was on Main Street. Um, But other than that, I never really came to Belmont and in cosmetology school, um, a few of us used to joke around and say that um, if we opened a salon, we would open it in Belmont um, because there was just something about the charm of the town, even though then in 2004, there really wasn't anything in the town. Anyway, so when the salon in Charlotte closed, it brought me here, and a friend of mine said, there's a really nice salon that just opened on Main Street. You should go check it out. So I went and checked it out, and they hired me right on the spot, and so that's really where my story began. Yeah, how you came to be a part of William Henry Salon and also met your husband, Preston Wilson. Yes. Okay, so going back a little bit, you thought about, okay, we would want to start a salon here in Belmont. Of course, Mm -hmm. hindsight, William Henry Salon was a big part of, I don't think I'd be wrong to say revitalizing downtown Belmont. It was a project that really helped to spark downtown Belmont, Mm -hmm. correct? Yes, yes, because in 2005, um, Belmont was nothing like it is now. It was basically tumbleweeds, three businesses and some tumbleweeds. (laughs) So it's definitely grown over the past 17 years 
to what it is now. Yeah. So you had some of that vision and some of that foresight. See, that is a part of the story that I didn't know, that you had your eyes on downtown Belmont. And if you were to start mm -hmm. a salon, you'd like to be there. Mm -hmm. And so living in Stanley, Stanley is about 15, 20 minutes north of here, correct? Yeah, well, more like 30 minutes. Okay. Yeah. So did you ever think, of course, growing up 30 minutes away, that you would want to live in Belmont and call Belmont your home one day? No, not at all, because my grandmother um, was also a cosmetologist, and she owned a salon in Stanley. And so, you know, you, when you grow up in a small town, you don't really have a big vision unless it's been taught to you. And so I didn't really have a huge vision. I just thought I'm going to be a cosmetologist, and I'll take over her salon in Stanley, and I'll, that'll be where I live and, you know, grow my family. Um so yeah, Belmont never really crossed my mind. Yeah, throwing your curveball a little bit here, but you said something there that you know you know my story, and so it really hit home. Growing up in a small town, unless you're taught a big vision, you don't really have a big vision. Mm -hmm. What is it with that, right? It, that's something that was part of my story as well, and I tell people about starting a business. It was really you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We're one of the people that said, no, Keanu, you can do it. And uh, so growing up in a small town, not having a vision unless you're taught that, what was that experience like for you? Or why is that, that that's the case? Yeah, I'm not really sure. I, I think that most of the time, may, maybe in the South or not, well, obviously not in the South, um, but that you're just taught to be content um, if you're happy in your job, your nine to five or your Monday through Friday, then, and you're happy raising your family, then that's enough. Um, but really it wasn't until I met Preston that he had such a big vision for his life. Um, and, and obviously has made that happen. Like you can look anywhere around town and see his touch at every corner. So he really was the one that's taught me to cherish a legacy because I think really we don't know what legacy actually means. You know, it's a big word that we just throw around, but what does it actually mean? So really it can just be characteristics. Like for him, it's just to carry the excellence and the integrity of his grandfather. Um, for me with my grandmother, I feel like it's to carry her spirit of hope and love. So it doesn't have to be something you know, I think we make yeah. it something bigger than. Yeah. So legacy is unique. Very simple. Yeah. Legacy is unique to the to person. To everybody. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, you said something there that it was actually Preston that said it. Uh, you reminded me. He said some things can't be taught. They must be caught. Yeah. And I think a desire for legacy has to be caught. It's something that you, know, you can't teach it. You can't put it up on a whiteboard. It just has mm -hmm. to be something that is in you. And so you all have obviously, knowing what you've done with William Henry Salon and Ballard's Barbershop and the spa, you've created an opportunity for people to catch that. And that's what I've really loved about your businesses is it's a, it's a lot of ministry uh, in the form of a salon or a barbershop or whatever it may be. But we got to, so we got to the point where you came to Belmont and you prophetically spoke it into existence that you'd start a <laughs> salon in downtown Belmont. So now here you are, you're working at William Henry and you meet Preston. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, from the moment you saw him, because he's just such a strapping young man, you thought, I'm going to marry that guy one day. That's right. <laughs> so let's fast forward to you guys are married. You're building businesses together. Uh, William Henry. Who is William Henry, the namesake for the salon? Mm -hmm. William Henry is my husband's great-grandfather. He was a barber here in Belmont. He opened his first shop in 1949. Um, he was a barber in the Navy. And he, 
he was also a councilman. Um, he was a deacon at his church. He was the Sunday school teacher. Um, he went to cut hair during the week at people's homes who couldn't come out. Um, he had a lot of roles, many titles. And then obviously Preston's great-grandfather who taught him about legacy and excellence and integrity. What's your favorite story of Mr. William Henry, William Henry Ballard? Mm -hmm. uh, what's your favorite story of him? Um, so I think really just the love for his family because Preston will talk about going to the barber shop just to sweep the floors for a handful of change, you know, but really he just wanted to be there to be with his grandfather. And then um, Preston's mom often talks about um, being able to go to the barber shop as well and just hang out because he would always give her candy and take care of her and just treat her special. Um, and then even on top of that, his daughter, her name is Frances and Preston's grandmother, and she loved to get her hair washed by her daddy. So she would love to go to the barbershop so he could treat her too. So I think just stories about how he cared for his family. Yeah. Which, uh, again, I guess seeing how Preston cares for those around him and you as well, that mm -hmm. the legacy's carried so, so perfectly in the two of you. Did Preston and... Did Preston early on know that one day he would want to start a business that that honored that legacy in that way? I mean, to do hair. I mean, it started with a salon, but William Henry Ballard owned a barber shop. Right. So what was that connection there? Was he always inspired to do that? It all came from the idea of having this barber chair that he had inherited and him wanting to honor the legacy of his grandfather. Um, and he acquired this building with a friend of his and then decided hey, the, salon, the, the town doesn't have a really nice salon. So he decided that instead of just being a barbershop, that he wanted to be able to open it up to everyone. So mm. to my knowledge, that's how the salon came about. Okay. Well, you mentioned the chair. We, will, mm. uh, we won't get into that story today because yeah. uh, both of us will smear our makeup. But there is a, a great story behind the chair. Mm. And uh, we'll have Preston on to share that one oh, day. Gosh. I probably doubt it. <laughs> Um, but maybe one day. So again, all of that with the legacy. So Preston used to sweep the floors for his grandfather just mm -hmm. to spend some time with him. And so it instilled that, uh, that passion in him. So we have William Henry. Tell me a little bit about how it's developed now. There's a location in McAdenville. There's a location in Mount Holly. There's Ballard's Barbershop and then the spa. And I think I said them right. No, it was Belmont, Mount Holly, McAdenville, Ballard's and then the spa. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about that expansion and that growth now for you all here locally to expand beyond Belmont and continue to grow the business. What was the heart or the passion behind that? Well, since we are, we teach legacy a lot in our salon um, and what it is to have a legacy. And so we really just wanted to create a place where our stylists or service providers could be their own business owner um, and start their own legacy. So when someone would catch the vision, we would partner with them and open a new location. And so that's happened at Mount Holly and then also with our McAdenville location. And then it was just the right place at the right time for Ballard's um, and Preston really had it in his heart that he wanted to um, re-envision Ballard's Barbershop. And so that came to pass in 2019. And then our spa, you know, Belmont has become like, it's a hometown community, but it's also became a destination place. And so we, we love to, we love hospitality. 
and high quality services. And so we had our spa in the salon building and if anyone ever came to the spa, you know that it was like a cracker box, it was tiny. Uh, we were doing our best though. So we really wanted to just open up a place where you could come for a girl's day or hang out with your spouse, but feel um, like you were in a different place and relax. Yeah. So that was the expansion from the spa. So the spa actually started upstairs at William Henry here in Belmont. downtown Belmont, yes. which feels like a lifetime ago, by the way. I can't yes. believe it was ever there, now knowing what the spa became. But uh, going back to Ballard's and opening Ballard's, was that something that from early on when you met Preston that he had aspirations to do one day was to get around to a barber shop, or mm -hmm. how did that materialize over time? Yeah, he. Um, so that was in 2019. He had always talked about it, um, but you know, parking is a thing in Belmont. There's not a lot of places to park, and you know, as a man, you don't really like to park far away. You like to get out and get your hair cut. So, um, really, we just it was timing for us, and like I said, the right the right location came available, and he jumped right on it. What did Ballard's Barbershop used to be before it was transformed? It was a garage, like a body shop. Okay. I'm not sure which one. He does. He does. <laughs> I can't imagine. I, I think I've seen pictures once. Zach, we're going to have to find some pictures of what it used to be before uh, so we can put it on the video. Mm -hmm. But uh, there was definitely, it, it was definitely not what it is now. Now yeah. when you come into downtown, it's the, one of the first things you see mm -hmm. and it really sets the tone for coming into downtown. And so with building the barbershop, and you, you treat the salons, I've heard you say it, like your daughters and then your son and mm -hmm. all of that. So there was a point in time where you transitioned from being a service provider to just running and managing uh, the salons and, and leading in that way. Tell me a little bit about back to your story, uh, that transition for you and what that looked like. Yeah, so um, after we had our third child, um, I went back to being a service provider for about six months. but. At that time, we had <clears throat> three salon locations. We had just opened our third location that year, <coughs> sorry, in 2017. And um, going back after I had Evie was just a lot for me. And I felt like I was losing time with my kids. Um, I was responsible for lots of service providers, my own guests, and then now my family too. So I had to... Um, choose which was the one thing I could give up and I really couldn't give up my family or my businesses <laughs> so I had to um, not give up but pass on my personal business and so I was able to like give my guests to other stylists in the salon and they're still being taken care of um, but for me that was hard because I, I had been identified as a service provider for so long that when I stepped out to only lead I kind of didn't know what I was supposed to be doing, mm -hmm. even though I was leading all along the way. Yeah. Um, so it's been nice though to free up time to be able to think about how to better serve our guests and for our businesses. And it was really good for the timing of the barbershop and the spa. Mm -hmm. So how long were you a service provider with William Henry before you made that transition? 13 years. Wow. So it was a very long time. Mm -hmm. Well, I like, I wanted to emphasize on that because I, I think in, 
being able to see you lead up close. It has made you so impactful in your leadership to be able to empathize with that provider and what they're going through and building their business and taking care of their family and all of those things. So I think that that's just been crucial, I think, in that growth because it is very personal. It's a very personal mm -hmm. brand. So in seeing that now, you talked about ways that you can better serve the guests. And when you go into William Henry, the salon or the spa or Ballard's Barbershop, it is an experience. So mm -hmm. tell me about that because Preston is, is an awesome man and he's very loving and very kind, but the hospitality and the experience, people that know, know that that's a summer touch. Uh -huh. So the experience that you're creating, what kind of experience did you seek to create in William Henry and what kind of experience can people have now that maybe they're listening to this podcast, they just moved into Belmont and they're thinking, all right, I need to go get my hair cut or I need to go get a new provider. What kind of experience can they expect when they engage with your brand? Well, you know, I mentioned earlier, we, we, we always say we want to have that small town charm, but with that upscale feel. So really that, that's the experience that we're looking for. We want you to come in and feel like you're in a different place, but you're still in your hometown where everybody knows your name, um, that you'll run into people that you know there, um, but that you're treated um, like you're at a luxury place. Yeah, I like that. We're going to, the, to your brands, particularly when the spa opened up, it felt like I was taken out of Belmont for a while. Like I uh -huh. felt like I was at a resort. And so it really was an experience. And I just wanted to plug that as an opportunity for people that haven't experienced it yet, yeah. like Zach behind the camera, to go get a nice haircut <laughs> over at Ballard's and experience that. Uh, shifting a little bit over to the businesses and what you all have done in recent times, obviously it's 2022, mm -hmm. but uh, we can say uh, we came out of COVID, coming out of COVID, whatever it may be. Tell me about your experience as a local business owner, as a brick and mortar business owner, what that looked like for you when everything shut down. How did you pivot through the times? How did you come out of the times? Really, I guess your COVID testimony and obviously still growing and, and thriving now as businesses, but I, I know that that wasn't easy. So mm -hmm. what was your story in navigating those times? Um, well, obviously at first it, it was going to be two weeks, so everybody was happy about their two-week vacation. Easy enough. Um, so, but I think for us it was, um, it was just staying connected. So we stayed connected with our service providers, with all of our staff, and with the community. So, um, you know, when we, when we shut down, we had all of the, all of the service providers go out and write um, encouraging words on the windows or scripture on the windows to let people know that we're still there for them, um, you know, and to be encouraged through this time. And then when we didn't go back in two weeks <laughs> and people were like, I need my hair colored, we decided to start doing um, curbside hair color pickup. So that's the way we stayed involved with the community. And we did that a couple rounds before we were able to go back. But it was nice because it felt like we were banding together to make mm -hmm. sure that nobody was left out. Mm -hmm. So connection is yeah. what I'm hearing. Connection mm -hmm. to each other and connection to the community. Mm -hmm. And you're in multiple communities, so mm -hmm. that's no easy undertaking. And I wanted to stop and, and also highlight how many service providers, how many um, total are in the William Henry brand right now? So we're going to say roughly, okay. because I don't have an exact count, but there is roughly about 75 service providers Wow. In, our, in our brand. Yeah, so that's a lot of connection. Uh -huh. And uh, so in leading them and staying connected, what are some things that you all did to stay connected 
within the brand, and then I'll, I'll get mm -hmm. to more ways that you connected with the community. Mm -hmm. But how do you all stay connected? Um, we did lots of Zoom calls. Um, we actually would have like just Zoom calls at night after everybody put their kids to bed, and we would um, have wine or eat a snack and just chit chat like we were all on our own little date together. <laughs> so we did that. Um, and yeah, let's say yeah. that's about it. What were some lessons that you learned from COVID? I had a, so for example, I had a, I had a client who owns a brewery uh -huh. and he was talking about how before COVID they're trying to limit the touch time between a person's food and, and, the, and the customer. And part of that was also staffing, but they wanted to focus on giving an experience over, you know, someone just being inundated by carrying food. So COVID gave them the excuse on the other side of it to have people pick up their food because they're limiting the touch. So there were just some little things like that that I don't think uh, we get to hear enough, like the positive impact, not the positive impact of COVID, what we learned because of it, right? Mm -hmm. So were, was there anything like that that came to mind as to how you operate your businesses now differently as to, opposed to before, or even how you operate as an entrepreneur and as a business owner now? Mm -hmm. I think um, prior to COVID, it was easy to for as a business owner and as a service provider um, to take things for granted. Um, so the fact that they even, speaking of the service providers, had all of their guests, you know, stay with them um, was, was good. And I think, you know, we're so far focused on hospitality and care anyway. I think it just took that up a notch, um, especially when we start had started having to incorporate COVID protocols and, you know, really being mindful about caring for the guests in mm -hmm. a different way. Yeah. So thinking of new ways to create that experience, although you can't be in person. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And what about you personally as a, as a leader, uh, as an obviously an entrepreneur, as a business owner, as a mother, as a wife, uh, as a leader in your church, all of these hats that you wear, how has, and maybe not even COVID related, what lessons have you learned over the last couple of years? Because you're a business owner that I admire, someone I look mm -hmm. up to, and I think that there may be something you can share for the audience, people that are listening in and building their own businesses. What are some lessons that you've taken on personally? Um, be prepared to be flexible, <laughs> that anything can change, um, and have an open mind to it because, you know, we, we all in all businesses have systems, but that, that can definitely change quickly. And then there's so many different, um, personalities, learn how to be empathetic because just because you don't feel one way about, you know, a subject or a topic or an event doesn't mean you know, that they, someone else doesn't deeply feel that way about it. Hmm. Thank you. Thank You're you welcome. for sharing. <laughs> well, okay. Well, leaning into then as we land this plane, you know, I could talk to you all day and we'll probably stick around and talk for a while after mm -hmm. we stop recording, but the, what sets William Henry apart? What makes it different? I want an opportunity to create connection. Yes. To you and your story in Preston and even Mr. William Henry Ballard and his story. And we've been able to touch on that today, but as far as connection to you and your business, part of the platform and our mission is to really support local businesses. And as people are plugging in, you know, it's one thing when we say shop local, right? It's a right. good thing to shop local. I think it's inherent, but when you know someone's story and you engage with the brand at that level, there's a deeper sense as to why you are willing to invest 
your time and your money and your energy there. Mm -hmm. So this is a very shameless plug. Obviously, this is why this platform exists to serve the community and right. use your business also. So what are some things that set William Henry apart and as why people would want to engage with you and why you want to engage with the community? Well, the vision of William Henry was to create a place for other entrepreneurs to be able to grow their own business. So I think one thing that most people in the community don't know about William Henry, it is, it is a salon full of business owners. They're, they're their own entrepreneurs. And we just provide them with um, some structure and guidelines on how to help them grow their business. We provide them with coaching and classes and inventory maintenance. Um, but really, we, we just are partnered with them. So that's what makes us different. So you have a, you, you really run an incubator that happens to specialize in beauty. Yes. That's what it sounds exactly. like. Exactly. I love that. I love that. Well, anything else that you want to share about you, Preston, your family, uh, as we close here? I think you got it. Well, we'll have you on again for sure because we want to stay on top of what people are doing in the community. I don't know if there's any foresight for another location at any point. I won't put you on the spot there, but I'm sure healthy things grow. That's just right. naturally how it works. And you have a healthy brand that is also serving the community. So my final question, why Belmont? Why are you building your family, your business, your impact in Belmont? You've stayed committed here, you and Preston. Mm -hmm. um, I for us, this is where Preston grew up. This is his hometown, and um, he really takes pride in that. And now it's been my hometown for 15 years, um, and I'm really proud of it as well. Um, it's it's grown. It's different. It has a lot of charm, and we love it here. Do you call it your hometown now? Um, it depends on the context. Yeah. yeah. Where are you from, Belmont? Yeah. It'd be fair. It'd be fair. I've only been here for three years and I'm trying to uh, make my way into being from Belmont, right? Uh -huh. I got I to get a few more years under my belt, right. um, but it really is something special to engage with Belmont and to be in Belmont. And, uh, but even the surrounding areas, obviously you have brands and your brands represented in other areas uh, in the county. So right. your reach and your impact spreads well beyond Belmont, but we're proud that it started here and that yes. you and Preston are still building exponentially here in the area. And you know, it's interesting, as you mentioned, William Henry Ballard and how his family would want to go spend time with him and just mm -hmm. be at the shop. I'll tell you what, if I knew where Preston was 10 hours out of the day, I'd probably be there too. <laughs> you can't nail Preston down though. Maybe Not even me. 45 minutes to an hour at each location, um, building and developing whatever he's doing. But you know, I, I'm just so thankful for what you and Preston do for the community, far beyond what you've done for me, what you do for your providers, what you even do for anyone that happens to encounter you. So thank you for joining us on the Building Belmont podcast. I know that uh, if it wasn't for our relationship, you might not have joined, but I'm glad because I want to capture the story. You know, uh, your kids one day will get to look back on this and get to enjoy this time. So thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's what I really love about this. So just one quick story of I was uh, talking with a friend the other day and we actually cried about this but I was just thinking like Belmont is really so special and I love the fact that one day like our grandkids can drive around town and say oh look my grandpa did this you know and he, he built that house and that business and so yeah it's really special thank you for having me talk about legacy thank yeah. you <laughs>
This is your host, Keanu Trujillo, thanking you for joining us for another episode of the Building Belmont podcast. New episodes every Monday morning on your favorite podcast platform and on video on YouTube. Be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with a friend. We'll see you next week.